0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to play like a Jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a Jet. What does that mean? I gotta be feeling good about what Mike White's done today. On third and four, he'll look to throw. In zone, middle. Touchdown, Jets! Mike White! How about him? Elijah Moore. The 20. The 10. Away Garrett Wilson, Wilson a big play downfield. Wilson still going along the sideline, he's not gonna go down. Allen tripped up, he could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall! He's done it again! Brees Lightning 62 yards for the touchdown. Rogers in trouble again, and he's sacked again by Quinn Williams. What a beast, number 95 for the Jets Listen, thank
1: you This is Play Like a Jet, my name is Scott Mason You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1 And it's time for midweek news and notes And so for that we bring in our friend who's the co-founder Over at U-Stadium, Mr. Nick Spano Nick, I believe you just came From a week sitting in the dark With nothing but silence And you've now decided That you would like to be traded To Bleacher Report, do I have that correct?
2: I think I've spent 25 plus years in the dark As a Jeff fan watching So um, it's been a long time coming Yes, I will be taking my talents there Of
1: course I'm referring to the news Involving Aaron Rodgers And I'm just simply going to relay The comments that Aaron Rodgers Had on the Pat McAfee show Regarding what he's about to do Pat McAfee asked Rodgers During his weekly spot on the show Whether he was contemplating Playing football this year Asked if that was real, meaning is Rogers legitimately considering retirement? Rogers said, oh, for sure. Rogers then said he will take a week in isolation and then have a better idea. Four nights of complete darkness. It's a darkness retreat. To each his own. I'm not judging the guy for it. But apparently he's going to go on this darkness retreat and then try to figure out what he wants to do in the future. We all know what the situation is here with the Packers. They could very well keep Aaron Rodgers, and if Aaron Rodgers wants to stay, they will keep him, at which point they will probably investigate trading Jordan Love because, as you pointed out at U Stadium, Nick, Jordan Love's fifth-year option has to be picked up By May 3rd. If Aaron Rodgers is staying, they are not going to pick up that option because they cannot afford to pay Aaron Rodgers 50, 60 million, whatever the cap it is, and pay an additional 20 million to Jordan Love next year. There is no chance of that. So one of them is going to get traded. It's just a matter of which of the two it's going to be. Rodgers can decide he wants to stay in Green Bay, which is certainly a threat because everybody seems to think right now that Rodgers is definitely going to want to leave. But there is an allure to maybe staying the rest of his career and retiring a Packer. There's also the fact that, let's be honest, the division he's in is not that good. That Vikings team won 13 games, but they were sort of fraudulent. And we saw that in that game against the Giants in the playoffs. The point differential was not sustainable, and it got exposed in the playoffs. The Bears are a bad team. Maybe they're going to be better next year because they have draft picks and free agent capital. But they're still not great. The Lions are better but are the Lions really going to be some sort of powerhouse? So if Rogers wants to keep winning, especially now that those rookie receivers from last year have some seasoning, especially Christian Watson... There may be a situation where Rodgers sits back in the darkness, comes out of it, and says he wants to stay with the Packers. There's also the possibility that he comes out and he decides he wants to retire. There's also the possibility that he comes out and he decides he wants to play, but he wants to get traded. But then where does he get traded to, and how long does it take, and what is the price? So there's so many questions here. And we'll get to the Jet end of this in a second. But first, Nick, it's a never-ending saga with Aaron Rodgers. This is not the first year this has gone on. You remember after the 2020 draft, Rodgers was really upset because they drafted Jordan Love in the first round instead of getting him a player that he thought could help him try to win right then and there. And then last year, he threatened retirement. There were all these rumors he was going to get traded. The hot rumor, of course, was Denver. Denver did not get Aaron Rodgers. He stayed in Green Bay and instead... Denver got Russell Wilson. So everybody seems to be counting on Rodgers playing and being traded, but that may not be what happens here. There are a lot of ways that this could unfold.
2: Yeah. It's uh, I mean, he beats to his own drum, man. He's a he's an interesting guy and um you love him or you hate him. Um I think it's I think it's annoyingly refreshing in a way, um, because <laughs> you have so many guys who are just so boring and and similar and kind of just sheepish and they just kind of you know, follow what everybody else does, but he is, he's his own guy. He's confident. He's cocky. He's got a massive ego. Um, But yeah, I could see how it gets to be annoying. Um, As for like where, where it stands with the Packers, I think they're at the point where it's like, can you just, just do whatever you want to do, do it. I don't think the Packers are going to be chasing him anymore. Like they have the past three years. I don't think it's going to be something where they say, Hey, we're done with you, Aaron. I think they'd like, in the perfect world, to see if Jordan Love is the guy, give him a chance, um, pay him. I think he's only going to make $2.5 million this year. See if he could prove it. They'll probably decline the option, kind of go the route of Daniel Jones with the Giants. And if he proves to be the guy, then you talk about an extension after that. Um, Rodgers has said some things about the Packers, uh you know, he said a couple of weeks ago, the the Packers have had some conversations that didn't include me, um, and he did. He wasn't happy about that. So, you know, you could lean one way or the other. Um, the Packers are going to again, you know, they're in they're in cap hell mostly because of Rodgers' contract, obviously, but also some other uh, veteran bloated contracts that they're going to make some decisions that that are not going to make Aaron happy. Um, Aaron has guys that he wants there: Randall Cobb, David Bakhtiari. Um, Mason Crosby, the kicker; uh, Mercedes Lewis, the tight end, um, and then they have a decision to make on on Aaron Jones, the running back. So there's going to be some some casualties with the with the cap for the Packers this year. So again, it won't be the same roster, and it probably will be some moves that that Aaron won't love. Um, so I think. Rogers leaving Green Bay is a lot more realistic than it's ever been. He's a year older, obviously, and, and the more you go, the less value he would have in a trade. You know, he, his value is at highest right now for the Packers, um, unless, you know, he goes out and wins the MVP again, which would be the third in four years, and you know, then you trade him next year. But again, he's a year older and a year closer to retirement. So, if they're worried about return, like capital, draft capital, et cetera, now is the time to trade him. Um, plus, you have, again, what you mentioned, the pressing Jordan Love situation. So um, talking to you know, multiple people, they just think this this is the closest it's ever been to a trade. Um, and I think now it just requires Aaron to come out of his four-day darkness retreat and <laughs> say, hey, yeah, I think I'm ready to move on.
1: Nick, I think there's no question that it's more likely now than it's been before And I think you get that consensus, as you said, from talking to a bunch of people around the league. The problem, of course, is that with Aaron Rodgers, you really never know what's going to happen. He's said disparaging things about the Packers before, and then he winds up staying with the Packers. So that's certainly a possibility. And even if he ends up asking to be traded... Who knows when it happens? Who knows where he goes? Because everybody just assumes the Jets would be his first choice. They might not be. And then ultimately, what does he end up going for? These are all questions that are going to have to be answered. And we'll see what happens when Rogers comes out of his darkness retreat. Because before then, we really don't know anything. And we're all in the dark along with Aaron Rodgers, even if we're not technically sitting <laughs> in that dark room with him
0: Play like a jet. play like a jet.
1: Let's talk about the other quarterback that's gotten some buzz, and that is Derek Carr. Derek Carr is only six days away from needing to be released if the Raiders can't find a trade partner for him. As of this moment, the Saints seem to be the favorites because they're the only team that have had him in for a meeting. I still think it doesn't make any sense for Carr to accept a trade anywhere because why cost your new team, any draft picks? And also, why agree to a trade when you can go out on the free agent market? And even if there's a team that you like, you can at least listen to other offers from other teams. Plus, as we know, Nick, the way the contract works right now, there's only one year of guaranteed money left. So if you were to accept a trade, you would assume there'd be a new contract. But why wouldn't you want other teams in the bidding on that contract? It just seems like common sense as far as what Derek Carr's best move is here now. Of course, by meeting with teams, what he could be doing is setting the groundwork by telling teams, here's what Derek is going to be looking for when he hits the open market, and so be prepared to be in this ballpark when he ends up a free agent. The Saints appear to be a team that's very interested. We've heard about all the teams in the nfc south the panthers make some sense the only thing there nick and we've talked about this frank reich hired there i know he likes Derek Carr, but he was also burned two times in a row by veteran moves not sure he's eager to go that route again same thing with the panthers remember they went out they got sam darnold they went out they got baker mayfield neither of those moves worked they even brought back cam newton at one point they're in a position where they have extra draft capital, and they're sitting relatively high in the draft. They can probably go and finally draft somebody if they want to do that. I don't think Atlanta's all that promising of a destination because Atlanta, quite frankly, is just not a very good team. We've heard about the Bucs. They seem to be falling apart. So the Saints and the Panthers seem to make sense from the NFC The Jets make sense on paper, but it doesn't sound like they're all that interested. I don't know how interested Derek Carr is. Should have known that people that were talking this up in the early stages weren't correct about it because as soon as Colin Coward came out and started saying he was hearing that (laughs) Carr to the Jets was a likely possibility, that should have rang bells in everybody's head. I don't remember the last time that guy was right about literally anything. So right now as it stands, the only team that has met with Derek Carr is the Saints. It's still the same situation where he can veto any trade The Raiders have six days to work something out before they have to release him. It sounds like, based on the reporting, Carr is still more likely to wind up on the free agent market. I believe Vic Tafour of The Athletic, the Raiders reporter, said 85% chance he believes that Carr will end up a free agent. And it's weird because there's been conflicting reports here, Nick, and maybe you can shine a light on this. At first, it was said that the Raiders were not going to let anybody talk to Carr unless they had agreed to compensation first, Then there was a conflicting report by Vic Tafur who said that the Raiders had relented on that because they realized that by doing that, they were putting themselves in a position where they might not get anything for Carr, at least this way. Yeah, they were risking a team going behind their back and laying the groundwork for something after Carr got released, but it might be their only chance at getting something in compensation because if they just told teams, you can't talk to them unless we get a deal worked out first then they're really putting themselves in a bind and they're increasing the possibility that they come away empty-handed. So a lot to unpack here. As I said, it's looking less and less like the Jets are all that interested or that Carr is all that interested in the Jets because we're just not hearing a lot of traction. It's funny because a couple of days ago, the Jets were still the betting favorite in Vegas to land Carr. Now it seems like the Saints are the runaway favorites. So what's going on here, Nick? Break this all down for us.
2: Yeah, it's. Um, I remember saying it a couple of weeks ago uh, on the pod that the that you know teams that were talking that have at least reached out to Carr and the Raiders wanted the opportunity to uh, redo the contract because the majority of the money that Carr is owed left is straight base salary that can easily be um, you know maneuvered and you can turn that into bonuses, kick it, move it down the move it down the road a little bit so. That's why the Saints do make a lot of sense. I'm sure, um, if if they were to make a trade for him, which would probably only be a third or a fourth round pick, um, they they don't have the cap room. They're, they're sixty million over. They can easily make four or five cuts and three or four restructures, and you know at least give themselves some wiggle room for for their draft class and to make a move like Carr that they can uh, lower his his base salary cap hit down to single digits and kind of pay him in bonuses and. Do what they normally do: add extra years to deals, et cetera. So that's the that's the financial side of it. That's what they that's what the Saints are, are looking for or looking to do with Car. And um, by majority of people I speak to, it seems as if it's not a done deal, but it's the, they're the heavy front runners to to land Car. And um, in terms of of how and why the Raiders, you know, have let the the Saints uh, speak with Car. There uh, apparently isn't a trade agreed to, but the saints would be willing to match what the Raiders want in terms of compensation. So they've at least said we would be willing to do a third or a fourth call it. Um, We really want to talk to him. And now the Raiders have to say to themselves, A, do we believe them? And B, do we really want to look like, you know, a, a terrible franchise that's holding this guy hostage when, we know he's going to move on and we know he's going to talk to other teams anyway. Let's just at least make it seem like we're doing the right thing by him. Let him go talk to New Orleans. It's a place where it seems Carr wants to be. Um, you know, Carr Carr called the shots here. He had he had all the leverage. Great great job by his agent last year to negotiate mm-hmm. this contract. Gave him a ton of leverage um to go where he wants or if he were to get paid by the Raiders to get a chunk of guaranteed money this year and next year. So he had a ton of uh, luxury and that's why he was available you know it could just got sale between him and McDaniels and him and the organization over time so you know the, the 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 raiders basically said all right you know look we know you're going to probably end up talking to this team anyway or go there or be the first stop you know when we do eventually cut you if we do let's see if let's see if we could save face let's see if maybe we can even get something for you and and go talk there so wrapping it up the majority of the teams that did want to talk to Carr wanted to rework the deal anyway um they know the Raiders aren't asking for or will they get much and apparently it's just the Saints right now so i don't i don't know in terms of how interested the jets were did they did they try and call the raiders and ask for um, a meeting with him. I'm not sure. I do know they spoke weeks ago about, you know, having interest or at least just inquiring about Carr. So maybe they found out something there that either the Raiders weren't going to trade him here. He he didn't want to come here or the Jets were just kind of doing due diligence. I'm, I'm not sure. I just know that the phone call was made and they at least had some preliminary interest. So right now, as of, you know, I don't even know what day it is. Um, it seems like he'll end up With the Saints, it seems like that's where he wants to go. You even had his brother, Darren, not David, the guy that played, but the other brother, um, who tweeted out a picture of him in the Saints' jersey. It seems like he deleted that, I think, which, of course, is like the social media way. Someone called him and said, yeah, don't do that. (laughs) Um, So it sounds just like like this thing is headed towards him going to the Saints. Um, Would I be shocked if another team or two comes in and says, well, shit, if there's a team like the Saints – sorry – um, if you know well if there's another team that who's interested in trading you know maybe we want to talk to him before uh you know he goes somewhere um so unless he's just completely sold on going to new orleans um you know a team could could get involved i guess theoretically now and see if he's interested but He spent the day with the Saints, and we'll see if anything else comes of it.
1: It's also possible that this changes if Carr doesn't get traded and winds up on the open market. Some teams, like perhaps the Jets, could jump in at that point because maybe they've decided they don't want to give up compensation. But if he becomes a free agent, then they get a little more aggressive. And the 49ers are an interesting wild card here, too, because I don't expect them to be players for Aaron Rodgers Even if he gets traded, I can't see any scenario where the Packers would trade him to the 49ers. But we know the news now with Brock Purdy. They're saying that he may be ready for training camp after this surgery, but you can't really count on that. Who knows how much Kyle Shanahan actually likes Trey Lance. We'd heard reports before Lance became the starter last year that Shanahan was having cold feet about the whole idea. And so with Purdy coming off an injury, with Lance coming off an injury, and with the Niners having an aging roster whose window is closing, could they be a late player for Derek Carr if Carr hits the market? Mm. You have to figure if Carr, who would be a good fit in that Shanahan offense, was to be their quarterback next year, all of a sudden they go right to the front of the line as far as favorites to come out of the NFC, but if they don't get Derek Carr, another possibility for them, even though Kyle Shanahan poo-pooed it earlier this week, is bringing back Jimmy Garoppolo. If you heard what Joe Montana said, it does make a lot of sense. He said this 49ers team is ready to win now, and their best chance to do it is to bring back Jimmy Garoppolo and start him. Kyle Shanahan said a couple of days ago he doesn't see any scenario where. Jimmy Garoppolo would be back in San Francisco But you know how coaches are They'll say one thing one day and the next Day they do something completely different If the opportunity presents itself And Jimmy Garoppolo is willing to go back There then maybe that's something That ends up happening in San Francisco But watching their quarterback Situation is going to be fascinating Because they could go into the season With Purdy and Lance Battling each other for that quarterback Job but again both are coming off Injuries how good really is Brock Purdy, anyway, and do they trust Trey Lance even though they gave up all that for him? Would Jimmy Garoppolo even want to come back considering that he'd probably be in a three way battle for the job? As I said before, could the 49ers be a surprise bidder for Derek Carr if he hits the open market? And let's be honest, Nick. Derek Carr more than anything wants to win. That's his number 1 priority. There is no team out there that could potentially pursue a quarterback that would give him a better opportunity to win than the 49ers. So, it's a lot to think about yeah. there, but that 49ers situation is going to be something to watch over the next couple of weeks and months for sure.
2: Let me give you a let me give you a name here to watch that I've heard kind of, you know, talked about for the 49ers and that's our old friend Sam Darnold um Shanahan is a Shanahan's always been a big fan if Darnold doesn't find himself in one of those spots where he's given a starting job like you know I've heard Tampa Bay rumored um I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up there ends up there as a Brock Purdy kind of uh you know security blanket you know they'll know more as we get towards the middle of March when free agency starts about where Purdy is after the surgery um you know not not totally because you know it's only a month and a half away, but. Um, that'll give you a good indication if they do go the route of another quarterback to watch is Sam Darnold ending up in San Francisco. So you're right. I, I don't think San Francisco is, I don't think that quarterback situation is answered yet. I think there will, there will be another quarterback at least, you know, rumored about they're, They'll, they'll sniff around. Um, I'm not sure financially how much they're willing to do that. Cause they do have some big decisions to make coming up with some of their star players. Um, but I do know that Sam Darnold is a name that I've heard kind of pinned to uh, that San Francisco, you know, trifecta—you can call it—because it seems like they do want to have at least a guy, um, you know, a third quarterback. I mean, look, they they needed four quarterbacks this year; could have used five. Um, but Darnold is a guy that's always been of interest in San Francisco with Shanahan, so I wouldn't be surprised to see that. Um, the Garoppolo thing, yeah, you're right. I just think Garoppolo is going to get a pretty solid deal somewhere. If it's not here with the Jets, if the Jets strike out. There's going to be some suitors. You know, Tampa Bay is one um, Atlanta could be one as a a stopgap guy. Uh, A few other teams have been talked about the Raiders again, if they miss out, but it seems like they'd more likely bring back Stidham and trade up for one of the quarterbacks. So Garoppolo is going to have some suitors. He's going to get a pretty solid deal um, as a starter. And I don't know if it's going to be too rich for San Francisco's blood, but um, you're right that, that, that job, that, that, you know, San Francisco spot is definitely one to watch.
1: Last year Geno Smith made a Pro Bowl with the Seattle Seahawks. There would be nothing more Jets than for Sam Darnold to make a Pro Bowl somewhere else, the Jets to trade Zach Wilson somewhere, and him to make a Pro Bowl there as well. But ultimately All these quarterback dominoes are going to start to fall. It's going to be interesting because the timeline of the Rodgers decision is going to determine so much. And I'm looking forward to continuing to talk about this subject and a lot more over the next few weeks and months as more and more news comes out. We've got... All the pre-draft stuff, free agency, plenty of positions just beyond quarterback that we'll have to discuss. Nick Spano, co-founder of U-Stadium, thanks so much for coming on and breaking down the midweek news and notes with me. Really appreciate it. For those that want to participate in the takes feature over at U-Stadium, I think it's awesome because you have the opportunity to make money without risking any of your own And that's nothing but a win-win For everybody involved Talk about that and all the other benefits Of signing up over at U-Stadium
2: Oh yeah, I mean this is the uh, This is this is like Football fan euphoria This time of the year on U-Stadium You get the notifications, you get You know, the takes Really, you can't, I know there's Vegas odds and You can go, you know, bet where you think you know, the Rogers is going to land, et cetera, but you can do so many cool things like the jets are going to trade for a veteran quarterback. It doesn't even have to be a name. You can just say it, or the jets will, um, you know, sign a big defensive free agent. So you, you can pretty much, if you have a prediction in mind and you want to put your money where your mouth is, um, take advantage of it on new stadium takes. It's a really cool feature. Uh, fans love it. They've been, you know, making and joining takes like crazy. So if you want to try it, um, shoot us a DM at U stadium on, on really all of the social platforms. Um, you can always find me over there. Um, I'm always on there. So let us know your, U stadium app username. You could download it for free in the app store, or Google play store. You could use it on you stadium.com and um, let us, let us know. And so tell, tell, tell us or my, myself or whoever over there answers the DM that uh, you came from play like a jet and uh, we'll get you some free points.
1: Go ahead and take Nick up on that offer. It's a great offer. DM them over at You Stadium on Twitter. Check out everything we're doing over at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. We've got some awesome All 22 breakdowns up, including a brand new 30-minute All 22 breakdown of Derek Carr. You want to check out what Derek Carr could potentially bring to the table if he was a New York Jet? Go ahead and watch that video right now and subscribe to our channel YouTube.com/playlikeajet. Visit our store tpublic.com. That's t e e public.com. We've got the John Franklin. Myers, Clinton, Williams, bless you. Thank you shirt. The play like a jet logo shirt, calf smokes, hoodies. It's all there. teepublic.com That's TEE public.com. And be sure to give us a five star review for the podcast on iTunes. If you haven't done that already, easy way to help out the show. If you like what we're doing, doesn't take you much time. doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York jets, podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's play like a jet digital and play like a jet.com.